Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation, a podcast where we discuss one episode a week of the NVC Classic program, Parks and Recreation. And uh, this has been a fun journey so far. And my name is Jason, and I'm joined by my friend Jeremy all the way across town. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, man, it is going so, so well. It's a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And the world still exists. So my, my bar is pretty low. So, yeah, how are you? Uh, same, same. Uh, just, you know, just winning every day, you know? Yep. I'm as, getting pro- as, promised, as promised. Uh, yeah, no, it's fall and it's gorgeous. This is my favorite time of year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm with I'm you on inside, that. So, you know, perfect. Yeah, inside. I've got a fire going in the fireplace on purpose. Oh. So, even though it's not that cold right now, it will get cold later, so I'm planning ahead. Does your sweater have elbow patches? Uh, my sweater doesn't have elbows because I'm wearing a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. It's also, I don't have a sweater. Or a pipe? Or a leather-bound no. book? I just feel like with a fire I, in your house. I do have a leather-bound book that I can see from where I'm sitting right now. That counts. Yeah, so I'm fancy. Um, I've never smoked a pipe. Ever. Not even cosplaying as Gandalf? No, I've never cosplayed as anything except the rational consumer, if you will. I will. Uh, I mean, okay. you could, two things in one right there. If you go as Gandalf for Halloween, nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, since we're talking about cosplay, I uh, I think it's funny how jock people like make fun of nerd people for dressing up in costumes. Mm-hmm. But like you go to a sporting event and all these like jock people are wearing other people's shirts with their other people's names on them. They are cosplaying as Tyler Lockett or J.R. Sweezy or uh, whoever. Yeah, That's or, just cosplay. And, yeah, and the people that really, really get into it, like if you're from the Seattle area, Mr. and Mrs. Hawk and mm-hmm. you know the people who like make up and take it to the next level, they're just as into it as the Comic-Con folk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they, they think they're actually doing something Whereas the Comic-Con folk know that they are not. Yeah. <laughs> they know it's a game. They know it's for fun. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Hawk, I don't know if they know. Like, they're not actually playing. Yes. Yeah, but if they don't yes, show up, the 12th they might man is loud and mighty. That's not true. I've been to a game where they have not shown up and we won. So, we, I didn't play. I was just doing my part <laughs> from the stadium. So, anyway. Today, on Parks and Conversation... We're going to talk about season two, episode 18, The Possum. Let me stop you right there. Um, what, I would love to divert already. <laughs> it, now, how do you do you say, is this opossum or possum? Well, I say possum. Okay. The, ta- the title is The Possum. Uh-huh. But the animal, I think, officially is called opossum if they're from ireland ireland yeah the opossum oh yes from from clan possum yeah yeah that's why they waddle like all over the place randomly what does that have to do with anything (laughs) nothing because it's probably racist (laughs) the irish are waddlers is that what you're saying no no, like like they just kind of stagger around like aimlessly like in random like they're drunk let's see that's 
That's not that's a stereotype. <laughs> that you would say something like that on this, the 20th anniversary of All That You Can't Leave Behind by U2 is re-released on vinyl. That you would say something like that as Irish rock gods are re-releasing their records and remastering it for a new generation. That you would even dare to make fun of the Irish. I... I, I'm fine with like it. A, okay, cool. You're the one who brought up <laughs> opossum. Yeah, no, nor, North American, North American uh, marsupials of this of this ilk are are opossums. Possums are from Australia. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, I get. I don't know. That's just what did I did. You look up. this up? Of course. So then could, why did they call it possum, not I, opossum? I don't know because they probably didn't look it up. And that's and what I'm what I'm getting at is that's that's the kind of insight you can get here on Parks and Conversation. Like, yeah, not even the writers looked into it hard enough. No. Wow. Well, I'm glad we did this. So I'll see you guys next week. Um, you, That's everything. Yo, well, that's all the do, notes do, I have for the entire do, 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 episode. Do, do, do. I, didn't, I didn't even watch it. I just was like, I got to the title and got sidetracked. So wow. good luck. Good luck. Okay. Well, let me tell you what happens. Okay. There's a possum that is causing mayhem on the golf course. Leslie is recruited to solve the problem. There's also some other plots, but that's the main thing. So, opens up, cold open. Tom comes into the office, and Anne is there for who knows why. And uh, Tom says, hey, Anne, happy Valentine's Day. And they're not dating, and Valentine's Day was a while ago, so she's immediately suspicious. And it turns out that Tom just wanted to give her a nice teddy bear that also happened to have a video camera, like a nanny cam, in it. Uh, and, and discovers this and she's, she's grossed out. But then Mm -hmm. Donna says, I'll take it knowingly. And, uh, that's, uh, how that goes. So Donna has a nanny cam teddy bear where the receiver is in Tom's possession. That's weird. That is weird. So that's the open. Uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the episode, but it's what happened. And if I recall, I don't think they ever come back to that. No. Ever. No. And they're just and, trying to give us an a, a glimpse inside of the 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 sleaziness of Tom. Yeah, and the openness of Donna. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they they're made for each other. There you go. They're also co co partners in the uh, Snake Hole Lounge. So I don't know. Maybe there's just some bad influences there. It doesn't look like the most uh, wholesome club. So, um, but Punny probably has three or four more. So it's fine. Snake hole lounges? No, just other clubs. Like it's a franchise. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, this, this snake hole lounge is way like I like the one on the east side much better. Yeah, you know their ice cream machine works all the time. So. Free, free ice cream at the club. I don't, oh, gross. Uh, rapper, rappers don't rap about that very much at all. Or oh, at all. Ice cream? I think. Yeah, but well, in the club. Like, what about desserts? Do they ever get to, like, they talk about alcohol. Like, are there ever, like, do they eat there at the club? <laughs> they should. Otherwise, I mean, they're, I mean, they got to get something in their stomach. Otherwise, they, they, I don't know how they're having a good time. You would sell more, you know, thousand dollar bottles of champagne yeah. if people ate more food because of the saltiness. That's how it works. Yeah, they'd be like, mm, I'm thirsty. You know what yeah. I'd like? Some of that Jay-Z champagne. Exactly. Yeah. Does anyway. he make his own? Well, I mean, I think other people make it for him. Although that would be pretty amazing if he's just like Jay-Z is just out stomping grapes somewhere. I wouldn't put it by him. He's a renaissance man. He is. Uh, so that's the cold open. Uh, <laughs> none of the stuff about champagne 
or Duck Club or Ice Cream. But uh, after the credits, we get a setup with April, uh, who is house sitting for Anne, who's going to leave. Um, and so I, I kind of wondered, why does Anne have to leave for this episode? Was yeah, she where's she going? Yeah, where's she going? And also, like, is there something going on in her life in outside of the show, like her actual like person? Um, Rashida Jones, like, did she have like some kind of surgery that week or like jury duty? Like what happened that she just left for for a week of shooting? Um, but she's going to have April watch her house because Anne feels like there's always been distance between them. And as she's explaining, like, maybe this could help us bridge that gap. It just cuts to April going, I don't like Anne, which I love. Yeah. Um, she's consistent. And uh, and then it cuts to Leslie's office and Evelyn from the mayor's office comes in. It says, uh, tells her that mayor's dog uh, has been bitten. Yeah, Rufus. Everybody knows Rufus. Everybody knows Rufus. Uh, Rufus has been attacked at the golf course mm. by a rogue possum. And then Leslie knows immediately it's fairway Frank. And uh, so the, the Evelyn is asking Leslie from the parks department to figure out a way to solve this fairway Frank problem. And they're like, well, shouldn't we call animal control? And even Evelyn from the mayor's office is like, animal control is worthless. And we're going to see why in just a few minutes. Um, and, uh, so she's going to create a task force. It's going to be great. And Leslie's pretty excited to have this opportunity directly from the mayor's office. Uh, it's a major stepping stone for her. Uh, and then she's like, all right, I'm on it. And she says, Ron, will show you around. And Ron's direction and tour is right over here is the exit. <laughs> so I love that. Like S this is S his S boss's boss. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. Get out of here. <laughs> Did you so. notice the uh, the the flyer that um, Fairway Frank was number three on the Parks and Recreation Most Wanted Animal list? Yes. Did you, did you happen to look at, like, see any of the other ones? I did. I had it pulled up somewhere. Yeah. yeah I have it. Do you have it? Yeah. Do you want read one or two? Uh, what well, are your favorites? Oh, mine is the the last one, which was um, Zorro Raccoon. I like that the the two of the top three are raccoons. Um, and uh, well, no, because Vlad the Bat, sorry, top four. Um, but he Zorro Raccoon is wanted for petty theft and public urination, public urination on the mayor's lawn. <laughs> so, so the animals really must hate the mayor, which which, again, once we f find out who the mayor is, I just think all of all of this is really it's quite amusing. It's on brand. <laughs> yeah. I my favorite is Spike the porcupine for leaving used needles in public parks. Yeah. <laughs> like it's funny and sad. <laughs> it is right. Uh, the uh, uh, that one's good. Um, <laughs> nuts the raccoon for checking acorns at young children <laughs> and the elderly. Um, so many yeah. raccoons. So yeah, the raccoon problem in Pawnee is legit, and uh, so. It's just very consistent. But I do think that the mayor may be overreacting to the too many problems with these animals. And uh, but again, when you figure out who the mayor is and you see at his job, like, you know, in the 70s before he got this mayor job, he was where he used to work on a golf course and he had a very yeah. intense relationship with a gopher. So 
right. the Dalai well, Lama once, so that was nice. <laughs> my my thing is, who takes their dog golfing? The like, mayor would, of Pawnee takes his why, dog wherever he wants. I, I guess, but why why is Rufus like that? Just seems annoying. Like is it like is that a thing? Can you take your dog to golf courses? I guess it would be a good walk for him. You have to walk dogs. Maybe Rufus is his therapy dog. Mm. So because I mean, he gets so hard angry to, when he's golfing. I see. Yeah. Yeah, so it calms him down a little bit. Um, I was at a Goodwill today, not to brag, and uh, somebody Go brought on. their dog into Goodwill. Oh, it's like so, to give away? Ah, uh, no, to help them shop, I guess. Oh, it wasn't a therapy dog because it was very whiny. So <laughs> Maybe it needed a therapy animal, and it was just this retiree yeah. holding it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe the dog wouldn't whine so much if it actually got to walk. Anyway, um, people and dogs. So the after Leslie is going to start this this task force, it cuts to Andy, who uh, is at the shoeshine stand, and April has brought him coffee, and he's like, "Oh, this is great because I've got shoeshine head, um, which is like a thunderstorm in your brain when you have too much shoeshine polish fumes going on." So, um. Yeah, so this is one of his three favorite hot drinks. So not, hot coffee. N- non-alcoholic hot drinks. Yeah, non-alcoholic hot drinks. Hot coffee, hot tea, and strangely, warm orange juice, which is delicious. So oh. I don't know what that's all about. Warm orange um, juice. Disgusting. But my, my, th- my thing is, is like, are there other, like he says, non-alcoholic hot drinks. He could just, this is my favorite hot drink. Non-alcoholic. Like, so what other alcoholic drinks are there? Like hot alcoholic is drinks. It, isn't a hot toddy? Yeah, alcoholic. That's the one I came up with. Was the hot toddy, um, um, the boiling margarita, as we all know. <laughs> gross. Is those. a boiler maker hot? No, no. That's okay. a shot of whiskey and a beer. That's what that is. Uh huh. That sounds gross. Yeah. Uh, sure. Is is Jägermeister hot? <laughs> if you warm it up, anything can be hot if you warm it up. <laughs> that's a good point. You know, it's interesting. Alcohol won't freeze, right? But Unless it will boil really cold. Yeah, I mean, if it gets to zero Kelvin, it'll. But like, it doesn't. Like, you can put vodka in the freezer, and it won't. It'll just be cold. It won't freeze. Right. Well, that's that's why. So in the wintertime, I I put vodka in the hummingbird feeder so it doesn't freeze. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm sure the hummingbirds love that. You should see them after they drink the hummingbird water. <laughs> They're all over. They're all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they should know better. They should know their own limits. No, there's like a line. They show up. There's like so many of them. You got to keep refilling it. Anyway, they do have a pretty fast metabolism. It's true. So um, (laughs) that's going to come up in the next episode. The bird feeders. Bird feeders. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the. So and this is and bring Andy and Anne's relationship Andy and April's relationship. There it is. There it's uh it's still nebulous. April clearly likes Andy, and so she's bringing him coffee and all kinds of stuff. And Andy is not totally picking up on all of these signals. So yeah. Um, so uh, so that's part of the tension for this episode. But then also, uh, Ron is com- going to come into Mark's office and. Uh, ask for a uh, him to sign off on his wood shop project. He's expanding it, and he needs 
uh, Ron to, or he needs Mark to give him the go ahead as a city planner. So Mark's like, I'm going to schedule an inspection. Uh, and Ron lies right to his face about whether or not there's any code violations, um, which is fun. I, having worked with city people with building projects before, it is always super frustrating when you know it's like, what I need to do will take an afternoon to just get it done. But to get the city to do the thing that I need to do, that will take three months. So that's frustrating. I get I get Ron's frustration in dealing with the city here. Um, so they should have like city planner fast pass or it's like city like permit fast pass. That's called a bribe. Oh, so they have them. They're just not uh, something you want to <laughs> be known for. Legal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, legal. Como se dice felony? Mm-hmm. Um, so Leslie, Tom, and Andy, they, they become the the core of the task force. Perfect. And they go to animal control. And uh, they, she, Leslie goes first to the manager. I, I'd like to get your help with this. And he's like, well, I'll have to get Harrison Brett on it. And uh, and then he looks to the back, and there's two guys back there playing catch with a Nerf ball. and uh, And one of them shakes his head. And uh, he's like, what? They're not here. And so like, who, Tom, who's that? Hey, Brett, what's up, man? And he's like, oh, how'd you know oh. my name? And so they, they rope Harrison Brett. And Harris <laughs> like Har- is Harrison's like, dude. What's that? <laughs> like Harris, Harris goes, yeah. dude. <laughs> Harris knew the game. Brett did not know the game. Um, and so, but Harris Whittles is Harris. And he, uh, he, was a very funny comedian and a writer on the show. And he actually passed away. Um, and, uh, and so very sad. Every time I see Harris, I'm like, man, he was so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But cause there's another episode where soon. they, where they come back and have there's more. Some, they're in several episodes. Several, yeah. And it's just like, every time they show up, it's like, yes, I want these guys to have their own show. I want to yeah. watch an animal control show with these guys. Right. It would be, it would be, it would be so be funny. So good. So, but I guess Brett left here to go work at Superstore. So he did. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how he lost the use of his legs. And I've also never seen an episode of Superstore. Golf, so. golf cart uh, accident. Was it really? With Adam, Sa- Adam Sandberg ran him over, I think. Oh, I see. Andy Sandberg. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it in the universe. I get it's it. All, I, I see. All, it's all connected. Yeah. Good, good, good. I love it. So, Andy and Tom and Leslie and the the task force, they go to the golf course and they're Leslie's walking. Like she's got all the authority in the world goes right through a guy who's trying to tee up. Uh, and I love the little detail here as, as they're walking through Andy just buries the guy's ball as he steps on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Andy doesn't, I don't think he, like the character of Andy would not know he was doing that or really think about it. Um, but it is very in character with Andy just to be that oblivious, just to step right on the ball, bury it all the way into the ground. Um, <laughs> gotta, so, gotta, gotta hit it where it lies. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> still on the, on the green, they're on the, the T box. Yeah. Right. Good lo- or good are luck. they in the green? No, they I think it was in the t- green. No, I, think it was, I can't remember now. Have you ever, do you ever golfed? Are you, uh, <laughs> I've played one and a half games of golf. So. One, and a, one and a half. What happened? Explain the half game. Well, it was my first game and I was so frustrated that I left. So I was like, I, I'm not going to finish this. This is super frustrating. But then you so, went back again. I, I was invited back and I had one good drive and I was like, okay, 
I see why people like this. <laughs> I see why people would keep coming back to this. But I also see how expensive this is right now. So I'm not going to do this anymore. So that's good. Yeah. Do you golf? I, I don't. I don't. I like I like putt putt golf, mini golf. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. It's good. I like it. A lot less walking. Um, yeah, I wish true. I had carts, but it's <laughs> fine. I like my sports to have different themes on every arena. Mm-hmm. So like a castle theme, a jungle theme, um, a green <laughs> theme. Clown theme. Yeah, I like I like that kind of thing. And so the fact that putt putt really uh, scratches my ADD itch, mm-hmm. uh, that the helps. Themes. Yeah. Yeah. Themes are good because I, I get so bored. It's like I've been here for 12 strokes already. Can I go to another place? I'm, I'm leaving now. I quit. <laughs> and I then I, I start walking and I'm like, oh, hey, look, it's a race car. <laughs> Let's see what this is about. <laughs> so that's that. Um, <laughs> so uh, then it cuts up to Mark coming to inspect Ron's shop. And there is every code that you can possibly imagine is bad. It's all bad. Um, and he says, you've got hazardous chemicals, uh, in here. And Ron's response is like, it's in air that only I breathe, which is the same freedom that allows a man to fart in his car. Are you telling me a man can't fart in his own car? (laughs) Ron's principles are salad are are salad solid. (laughs) They are rock hard principles that just like, yes, I can fart in my own car. So I'm, I'm leaning more and more into this libertarianism of Ron. I like it. I like it. I don't think Mark was swayed by that, though. He's, he still wanted no. him to come up to code because he right. had oily rags above an open fire. <laughs> yeah. A wood burning stove. <laughs> fun fact, Ron uh, Swanson is played by Nick Offerman, who has a woodworking business uh, of his own in real life. And this was his actual wood shop that was yeah. dressed up for this uh, this shooting. So um that was, yeah, his, so, that was his canoe he he actually made that canoe yes yeah he's made several canoes he's a good yeah. a good worker of things mm-hmm. um and so uh, they also uh he's I've, I've got this fire extinguisher here which i'm sure i'm sure is perfectly up to your code and mark's like this is expired and he's like that's like those dates are like the the dates they the government forces uh companies to put on yogurt and medicine <laughs> And then he tries no. to shoot it off and just like this brown, nasty stuff comes out. I was like rust water. Now, you're the one who told me that expiration dates are are pretty arbitrary. They are relatively arbitrary. And there's like somebody's job is just to taste like several months old yogurt and go, no, not yet. And then they get to one until they're like, yeah, nope, this one's turned. And then like, that's the date or something that's, like that. Yes, that yeah. is accurate. Yeah, okay. so it's I not just yogurt. That. Yogurt isn't the standard for all foods. So they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so they will have people test. So they'll have like yogurt made for a week, right? Mm-hmm. And so they start with the most recent batch and they work their way back to the most, the oldest batch. And that's when they're like, this is, this is, this one is like not as good as the previous one like noticeably worse. And so that's when they say, okay, so yogurt. So they don't do that every time they make a batch of yogurt. Like, so they just say like, that's the average. So this is the day that we're going to say this is bad. So you can eat, you can eat food after the expiration date, but I don't even knowing that it's arbitrary. I don't trust it. 
Just so. stop. Just stop when you get E. coli. Ugh, That's no. how you know. That's how you know. Bad rule. Okay. Bad rule. Yeah, I. I am. My parents have a lot of stuff, and like they are have a house. And it's just the two of them, but they still shop at Costco. Like I'm, my brother and I are still eating there. So they have a lot of food in their fridge, and I've been over too many times, and it's like just like things that are way past time need to be thrown out. It's like, you guys, it's just you two. Go to Trader Joe's. Expired. You'll be much happier. Expired. So, uh, gross. Uh, so yeah, so Mark is tells Tom or tells Ron, go fix these things. I'll give you 24 hours to bring your stuff up to code. Um, cuts back to the next day. Tom wants, oh no, we're still in the same thing. Tom is like, oh man, I really want to learn golf. And they're like, well, Leslie's like, well, yeah, I know how to play golf. You got to get up early. You got to practice, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, I don't want to do anything. Any of that. I just want those dope pants. <laughs> so on brand for Tom again. And then the possum shows up and Tom runs away as fast as you've ever seen Tom run. <laughs> and he's like, get out of the way, get out of the way. Um, and so the, uh, as Leslie and Harris and Brett are trying to figure out the plan to get fairway Frank, um, Andy just goes and tackles him. And he like just gets him and Harrison and Brett are like, no way am I ever going near that thing. And so Andy is walking with the possum on his shoulders <laughs> as he's trying to get to uh, get to a cage or something, um, which that sounds awful. Having a possum touch you. Yuck. No fan. They're supposed to be really nice. Like they're not like they're just ugly. Yeah, they're ugly and gross looking. So I don't care. I don't care what their personality is. They're ugly and gross looking. <laughs> wow. For the animal kingdom, okay, that goes a long kingdom. way. Okay. All right. So yeah, Man. they're terrible. Um, we had one in our side shed and uh, it wouldn't leave. I had to like shovel it. Like trap, it got <laughs> trapped in the corner and I had a little shovel and I shoveled it. And as I'm, I get it on the shovel. I'm like, wait a second. Now I've made a bridge for this <laughs> possum to come right to me. And so then I had to hustle out of the side shed and like safely fling it over the fence. <laughs> How big was this possum? It was small enough to fit on a shovel. So, Are we like a hand shovel, flat nose shovel? It was uh, not a flat nose shovel. It was a rounded shovel, you know, like a yard work shovel uh-huh um but yeah it was so it wasn't like big it was like a kid that was clearly lost so i was like i bet your family is looking for you they will find you in the parking lot of the high school so and to this day he tells the story of the day he flew yeah he's like you don't think possum can fly my people let need me, me. <laughs> let me tell you about the day i was trapped i was trapped my friend there was a, a loud barking animal that, that cornered me into the dark of a shed. And then a metal disc picked me up. And I could see the, the whites of the eyes of the metal disc. He was very far away from the actual disc. And I thought I should attack it. And then I was propelled through the air. <laughs> and I woke up. And that's the end of my story. And that's like, wow, possum, you can talk? You should have kept that possum. Huge, mis- huge mistake. <laughs> no, I didn't know I had a talking possum. Oh. So 
Anyway, you gotta, uh, <laughs> you just gotta keep the next one, I guess. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so then they uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they get and and they get the uh, the possum in a cage, and Evelyn comes to the the park, the, the golf course, and uh, Leslie's like, "This is Andy. He actually caught the possum." And he's like, "Andy Radical." <laughs> My yeah. friends call me Andy Radical. And he's like, he lists like by day, shoe shines. By by later in the day, Andy Radical. Nighttime, do whatever I want. No job. <laughs> uh, and so Evelyn gives Leslie a card saying, if you ever need a favor, feel free to call me. And Leslie's like, what? I, I've got all kinds of great ideas for a favor. What time do you go to bed? I, my, I usually have my best ideas at night. Um, so that, she wants to keep it to business hours. Um, and so Leslie, like that's the real prize for this whole episode is this favor from the mayor's office. It's a big deal. Um, so as Evelyn is walking away though, Leslie spies a second possum. Turns there's a, out there's a second shooter. Yeah. On a grassy knoll. Second biter. Yeah. There could be multiple biters, you know, it could be a vast possum conspiracy, a pospiracy. And uh, so now Leslie's having some second thoughts because the mayor really wants to do terrible things to this, this possum. And he's been harassing the, the fine golfers of Pawnee for too long. So mm-hmm. uh, what are we going to do? So next day, Shauna Malway Tweep is uh, coming to write a story about capturing the possum which made me write underneath that this is a news story with a question mark like <laughs> what is happening <laughs> i have never in well, my we, life i i i have a newspaper sc- subscription right now and never in my life have i seen animal control recently apprehended an animal well what never. newspaper subscription do you have seattle times yeah you gotta you gotta like get the like the local, you know, the, the Mount Lake Terrace examiner or the Edmonds beacon or something like that, you know, like that's where those news stories come from. But I live in unincorporated Snohomish County. So or you, you have to make up your own news then. Oh, great. I know somebody who can help me with that. <laughs> I call them the lamestream media. So wow. Lamestream. Uh, it's all fake news. Don't believe anything they tell you. Only believe what I say. Mm hmm. Do you guys know about airplanes? Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Leslie, uh, yeah. So let uh, Shauna comes to interview Andy, and Andy's like, "I can't tell you." I was as I was there, I, I was like, "Andy, don't think at all. I can't tell you how little I thought about what I was doing." <laughs> um, and then he goes on to say, "You know, I lived in a pit for the last year, and I made many vermin friends. That sounds weird." Colleagues. Yeah. yeah. Colleagues. <laughs> like that was the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> They're colleagues. I don't, I don't have time to think. So I thought, don't think. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So um, and as he, as Andy's talking about his vermin colleagues, he says, Let me tell you something. They're bad at sharing, but good at tag. <laughs> 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 so did that like <laughs> 
I don't. There are times where I listen to people talk about The Office, and it's like, was that improvised? Was that improvised? And it's like, right. no, it's really good writing. And this is one of those times where I was like, this is just. If this is not improvised, this is some of the best writing ever. Like, they're, they're bad at sharing, but good at tag. <laughs> so good. Um, and then Shauna's like, well, maybe this will change Anne's mind and uh, maybe she'll take you back. And Andy is really excited about that. He's like, I never thought about that. And April sees Andy's reaction to that idea and uh, she storms out because she loves Andy. So. So she's upset. Then it cuts to Tom in Mark's office and he's wearing golf clothes, like the ridiculous kind of golf clothes. And uh, Ron comes in and is like, all right, I'd like you to sign off on these plans. And Mark says, did you do any of the things? And Ron is like, yep. And he's lying and there's conflict. And then Tom's like, oh, I got to get a banana. I got to go. And he leaves. And Mark and, and Ron are fighting. He's like, you're asking me to be bad at my job, at my job. Uh, and they're at a stalemate. And then that's when Tom comes back in and says, I lost a little pom-pom off my glove. And he starts looking that. around, <laughs> completely oblivious to the tension in the room. He had enough I, sense of the tension when it started. But then he needed something and it all became about Tom again. <laughs> and he didn't care about the tension anymore. And I love so, how it's like like his his excuse is banana. His banana. It's banana. Like not a cup of coffee or a bathroom. It's like, I need a banana. <laughs> It's a very specific thing. (laughs) Very specific thing. Um, So, yeah, so he comes back in and there's a stalemate. And then um, Andy is singing a song (laughs) to uh, the the possum about how he's going to die when they flip that switch. He's going to fry. It's a good. Great song. Really great song. Um, And then Leslie asks April about all of this, um, about the fact that. There could be multiple possums, possi, and apostrophes. That's where posse comes from. You get a posse, a group together to go get. Oh, the bad and then guy. if they're scared, like they just pretend like they're dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that all makes sense. Thank you. That's where that came from. Um, yeah, so you're welcome. I, I'm really grateful for this. So Leslie is now trying to go build a truth task force. And the task force is going to be her and April. And so she um, tries to create a diversion with, uh, so April can get the uh, the possum out of there and she puts ketchup on her arm. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. Oh, I went too far ahead. What happened here? Oh, I, anyway, as part of the truth, task force they go to the golf course and ask the the manager who had a great name and i had it saved here i pulled up the cast list because i'd lost the cast list it's like can't be oh here it is the manager played by kyle canoose joe campo piano that's that's right campo piano um and so joe campo piano he at leslie asks can you identify this possum as fairway frank and he's holding three pictures like yes it is and let's like those are three different pictures of three different possum and he doesn't care he's like i don't care get who care it's a possum get it out of here um so leslie is is recognizing like she is in a, 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 a tough place because she can't just let this innocent possum die and there's a lot of can'ts in her life right now like she can't spell lieutenant um and so this is where they cried 
to create a distraction uh, so April can get the possum out of there. And she puts ketchup on her arms like, oh, no, I'm bleeding. And if you look at like you're watching it, it's like, clearly this is a big pile of blood. Like it's not <laughs> blood doesn't pile <laughs> like that. Um, and so uh, they discover it's ketchup, but already April has evacuated with the mystery possum um, and she takes it to Anne's house. And now this is as she's watching a documentary about <laughs> possum. She asks, do you know them? Which is very funny. Uh, yeah. Next day, Tom's in different clothes, different golf clothes. Uh, Leslie's reading stories of a- different animals being wrongly executed. Um, and uh, <laughs> April at this point calls Tom's office and s- asks for help to rescue her because the possum got loose. She's like, don't tell Leslie. Tom's like, all right, hangs up and immediately tells Leslie. So <laughs> Leslie and April are try- then trying to catch the possum. They're scared because possum are gross. So all on point. I would be with them in the being scared of them in the house. They're gross. Just give so, them a chance. You just got to give them a chance, man. I did give that possum a chance before I threw it over the fence. So. They didn't even wait for it to explain its side, you know, obviously. I didn't it, know at the time that it could talk. Yeah. Well, so all right. one time I have a lot of animals just in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, like actual animals, not just my neighbors. Hey, oh, um, and uh, like there were rabbits all over my neighborhood. And one day I came home and my dog was very interested in an area of our yard. And a baby rabbit was that found. Um, somehow a mama rabbit had laid all of her mama rabbit eggs in a hole in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And Maggie, my dog, wanted to eat them. All of them. Because so I had to. Because they were chocolate. Because well, they were alive and they looked like really fun squeak toys that are tasty and bloody. Um, and so... I had to get that baby rabbit out of my dog's mouth and then collect the other baby rabbits and get them out of my yard. Did you, and I, did they join the possum? I didn't throw them over the fence. Okay. Cause they're babies. They're tiny. Right. You've placed I them just, over the fence. No, I, there's a little divot in my backyard where I could just put them under the fence. Uh, and then they were in the, uh, then the green belt, which is where animals belong. And then I put a piece of wood over that divot and I never heard from them again. You swept nature under the fence, just swept it under the rug. You know what? I, I built a big, beautiful wall. Stay on your side, nature. It's not my fault that, you know, the rabbits that come over to my side of the wall are not the best rabbits. Clearly. They're, they're murderers. They're, they are just terrible rabbits. And uh, so I'm going to those those rabbits are now citizens of your yard. You know that, right? Well, I know they're they're dreamer rabbits. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, this got real dark. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. So I, 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 I animals are, are, you know, they they don't I love animals. But, uh, stay in your yard. Not my yard. And Somebody then you would say yard. animals would say everybody's yard is their yard. And I would say, well, then they need to read a book. 
Speaking of reading a book, it cuts to Ron trying to read the code book. Wow, excellent segue. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the code book that he cut in half as a way to <laughs> stick it to the man. And this is like a phone book size code book. And so like he's <laughs> turning pages on both sides, trying right? to match them up to make sure that he's on code, uh, which is very, uh, very great. I love that. It's um, like those, those books that you flip the pages to make the new animal. It's like, wow, this is the yes. new, this is the new code now. It's, it's yes. right here. Yeah, it's like this bathroom code must have a ladder of four <laughs> feet. What? Um, so, uh, so Mark shows up though to try to help Ron uh, work uh, work up uh, through all the code stuff, which is nice. Um, and while Ron is doing this, he's like, "No, I'm not trying to bring it up to the city code. I'm trying to bring it up to the Swanson code." And you can hear Ron in the back going, "Shut." Oh, here, Mark in the back, just telling him to shut up. I'm here to help you stop being the way you are. Um, So this is like the nicest part about Mark. Like, yeah, he was willing to help Tom move. He's willing to come help Ron do do the things necessary to get his his shop up to code. Like he's he has moments of being a nice guy. Yeah. But but that does not mean he should be on TV. (laughs) Um, So. And then. the at April's uh, possum infested house sitting job, uh, you know, Leslie's like, we should call Ann. And April's like, no, don't call Ann. I don't want Ann's help or don't call Andy. I don't mm-hmm. want Andy's help because he will get mad at me um, because I did all of this. And I don't want Andy to be mad at me. And Leslie is picking up. It's like, oh. You like Andy. And I love that at the end of this little scene, she's like, anytime you want to talk to me about boys, <laughs> April's like, gross. So it's very funny. Uh, and then next day, Mark shows up at the office and Ron has deposited a canoe <laughs> in, in Mark's office. Such a great visual joke. It's like, it's really awesome. But it's also like, now I have a giant canoe in my office. I'm, I'm going to have to work around this all day. And you know, the only thing that like I, where I didn't feel bad, like this would be a prank to anybody else, but right. Mark has a truck. So it's like, Mark can get it home. Perfect. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, this is, this is not as nice as you think it is right now, Ron. <laughs> but if you look through the window as Ron is like, giving mark like the nod and the the yes um like hand gesture like the fist pump the, yeah he's wearing a tie so yeah. i was like yeah, whoa runs in a tie yeah. um so and then uh andy shows up and he realizes april was upset at him for some reason and so he comes and he's like i brought you coffee i made a list of all the things i did yesterday that could have made you mad i'm gonna do everything i can to not do those things again and I want you to read this story that I'm in. Um, and uh, <laughs> the story says that Andy could not have done what he needed to do without the caffeine boost from the awesome April Ludgate. And uh, that made April's day. So, and, and it made it in the article. Yeah. Like once again, fact tidbits that I don't know needed to be News. in there. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, they're they're printing a clearly four-page paper daily, um, and so I mean they they got to fill those words somehow, and you can't just like have a larger font anymore. The editor caught on to that. It's like Shauna, this is twenty-two words. What did you do? So I heard this trick, and you are also a professor, but I don't know if people have to write you papers. I heard this trick that I need to watch out for is that people will uh, goose the font size on the punctuation. And only the punctuation. Oh, 
so that it like spaces the word like kerns right kerning yeah. mm-hmm. it, the kerning is affected so the words are a little bigger but also the line if you do the double space gets bigger because you are just goosing punctuation which is not as easy to notice i was like wow students are brilliant these days yeah i get it writing papers but they're brilliant <laughs> But my thing is like if you're going through and changing the punctuation on all of your commas and and periods and whatever, it's like for that extra effort, why not just write more words? Like just do the work. You're doing extra work to not do work. It's still work. Well, the extra work to not do work is the work of find and replace. So like it's just two steps like you control F. And then take these periods and turn them into this size period. So it's not that much more work. All right. So not that I'm advocating for students not doing their work. They should do their work. So so what do you do? Do you just like double, just select all and see if the the font sizes like actually because if it, if they're not the same size, the the number disappears, right? The the font size number because it's saying oh I can't it's not eight point or ten point or twelve point it's and so it blanks out. Right. Yeah. So what I do. Is I demand a word count. There you go. Yeah. I get around this whole page goosing situation. Like, I want words. The words are what matter. And so I don't care what font size you use. Give me the words, bro. Mm -hmm. There you go. And I know that 3,000 words is about 10 pages. So, haha, students. Gotcha. I got you now. So, uh, then it cuts to April or Leslie talking to Evelyn from the mayor's office and she says i have to say i'm very disappointed to which leslie says you did not have to say that (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to say that (laughs) and uh and so leslie has released the possum and so evelyn's disappointed the mayor's disappointed and we can tell that the disappointment is real because evelyn takes her card back Mm. The favor is over it's gone leslie had the shining moment to get a favor from the mayor and she Lost it because she couldn't let a possum die. So who's the real hero in this story? Andy? Harris? Brett? I mean, Her- Brett, Brett and Harris for sure. Because they, they didn't even like do anything. Tom? And? April? Anne was barely in this one. Donna? Don- Donna? Jerry for sure. He smelled yeah. Leslie's ketchup. Yeah. Did he just smell it or did he taste it? I get... He- I think I got really close to it and smelled okay. it. Okay. All right. I was taking notes and I couldn't, I did, looked up and it was over. Did you see, I don't know. Did you see that? Like where Leslie released the possum? The zoo. The zoo. Like it's a, it's an exhibit at the zoo. The yeah. Po- the Pawnee Zoo. I don't think, is that, are, do they have possums at zoos? I've never seen one. Or is it, was that a good joke? Because I laughed and I was like, wait a minute, maybe, maybe we do have possums at zoos. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. maybe they come out af- at night. I don't know, but. You know what? Maybe at the like the nocturnal house with the snakes and stuff, they might have some possum in there. Yeah, but I haven't been to a zoo since uh, my kids were very young. So yeah, I don't. It's been a long time, and I don't know if zoos are a thing anymore because of COVID. They just, a lot. they just let all the animals go. Exactly, or they just started eating them. I was like, oh, we don't have any toilet paper. I don't, well, let's kill a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not <laughs> what is a lion doing for us right now <laughs> nothing just just lying around yeah. I'm always very disappointed in the lion 
every time I, I went to the zoo, like all the cool animals, like they're not doing anything cool. Oh, oh, for sure. Cause they're, they're depressed. This is now we're, now we're getting off topic. Well, they should realize that, you know, all they got to do is just get, lay around and play Xbox all day. That's like every, <laughs> every teenage boy's dream. And then they're probably depressed cause they can't play Xbox and I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh. So, all right. So that's this episode. Um, there, it was hard for me to take notes on this one because there were so many jokes. Yeah. There's and a lot of jokes. I, I mean, uh, every plot line had just so much happening with Mark and Ron and Tom's clothes and, uh, the whole possum thing. There's just so much happening and welcoming, welcoming Harris and Brett into the, the ongoing cast of Pawnee. Like it's good. I'm happy. So felt good after this episode next week is park safety and it is going oh. to be a probably a double stuff episode like i mean you're gonna want to listen to that at like 0.5 speed so that you don't miss anything because it's gonna be there's so much i don't there's know a lot it's a, it's a, long a lot so and uh yeah so it's gonna be good i'm looking forward to that even if we stayed hey. on topic it would be a long one yeah probably but and in preparation, there's a couple things, listener, I need you to do. First, rate us on iTunes or whatever. Tell your friends <laughs> about Parks and Conversation. And then also you need to watch Avatar. So it's so good. Wait. Oh, the movie? Yeah, the movie. I haven't seen um, it. I haven't seen it. Okay. So you need to watch Avatar to see what the all the the the, the hype Hubbub. is about. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then watch the Park safety episode of Parks and Rec season two, episode 19. Um, and I think you'll be good to go at that point. But I want to talk about heat now. <laughs> anyway, okay. Sorry. Let's, that was let's a, do it. <laughs> that, was a, that was a Jim Gaffigan joke, wasn't it? Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, you have homework. And uh, uh, do I have homework? No, you, you gave like the listener has homework. You gave. Oh, you gave them, I thought you were telling me. I was like, I have not been in school for a while. So no. I don't know what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. nope, I do homework. have work to do around the home, though. Mm-hmm. So. I have to bring groceries in. My wife oh. showed up with groceries. So, yeah. Anyway, that's, well, that's neither here nor there. It's over. It's upstairs. So it's the life uh, of a professional podcaster, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Well, if how- there's a way to make this professional, uh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> we just got to get that first sponsor. Just need one. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, all right. We should stop this nonsense. So I will uh, see you later. Bye. Bye.